What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Hi, I'm Giancarlo Esposito, and I'm here to introduce you to my new series, Parish. My character, Gray Parish, was a getaway driver. I'm retired from life. You know that. He's in a world over his head. Tell me about this driver job. And he's asked to start to figure things out. I did what you told me to. He will try to do what's right and seek justice. Parish, all new Sundays at 9 on AMC and stream on AMC+. Oh, chicken, 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 oh, chicken, 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 How does that sound? Good enough for what they're paying me. Oh, roll it. This is the Wells Cast with Wells Adams, an iHeartRadio podcast. So, what's going on? What's happening in your neck of the woods? Me? Nah, I don't know. Nothing really. Nothing to write home about. Drinking myself a blue moon. Uh, Not because I want a blue moon, but because I'm sitting in a hotel room for work. This is what production sent me, and it's disgusting, all right? Unless Blue Moon is now sponsoring this show, and then it is delicious. Blue Moon, Belgium white. It tastes just like something that my mom would probably like. Mmm. All right, it's not that bad. Yeah, I need an orange slice. Uh, What happened? Oh, I recently voted, which I think everyone should go do, but if you don't go do that, then whatever. You're an idiot, I suppose. Or not, I don't know, or you're not of age, or you don't care, or you're disenfranchised with the political system in our country. But you know what? It's like the one thing that we've got that you're supposed to go do, and whatever. And so I made a video of my happy ass walking down the street with my ballot, and I put it in the ballot monster. I don't know what it's called. The receptacle. And then I made a video and I posted it. And then, of course, someone immediately DMs me being like, why are you trying to tell people to vote? If they don't want to vote, that's their problem. All right? We don't need you, a dealer celebrity, telling us to vote. And it's like, wait, what? But you also don't need me telling you how to make poached eggs, but I still do that on my Instagram, and you love that. Makes you all hot and bothered in the crotchal region. What's the difference? This is just me. This is the thing that I'm currently doing today. I'm voting. I don't care if you do it, but it's what I'm doing, and that's what I guess what social media is about, right? It's a telescope into my little world, and people follow it because they're interested in it. And the fact that some, what that is, is don't vote the way that I think you're voting. 
Don't tell people to vote the way that I think you're voting because it's against what I'm voting. And that's so dumb because at the end of the day, there's only two choices. <laughs> we act like we have all these choices. We don't. We have, four, we have two choices. We have one more choice than people who are in a kingdom. <laughs> we have one more option than England in 200 years ago. <laughs> I don't know. It's good to vote. Go vote. I think I just get so riled up when people do that in your DMs. You're like, what? Who hurt you? Why are you doing this? So much so that you watched my video, you got fired up that I made a video of me voting. I didn't tell you who to vote for, by the way. You got so fired up, hot under the collar, of me just videoing myself putting an envelope into the mailbox and then you thought, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to message him, and I'm really going to put him in his place. I'm really going to get under his collar. And you know what? It actually worked. I'm doing like seven-minute bid on it. But just remember, you've got one more option than people who live in a monarchy. Anyways, uh, super pumped about today's show. And I'll tell you why, Sister Anne. little song called I Try. You know it. You love it. I butchered it. It's fine. It's what happens when you drink Blue Moon. Belgian White. Sponsor of the show. Not a sponsor of the show. Well, eventually it will be. Okay, guys. We got a Grammy winner on today, guys. Someone who won a gramophone. Those are hard to come by. Not easy. She sold over 25 million albums globally. That seems like a lot of albums. She got two Brit Awards. I thought you had to be British to win those. Maybe she is British. I don't know. I don't think she is, though. Or maybe she's the first American to do it, which is pretty neat. Yeah, she's won two Brit Awards and a Grammy, but she's also an actress. She starred in Tyler Perry's For Colored Girls. She was on Netflix's hit Fuller House. Oh, she worked alongside Denzel Washington. You might have heard of him. In a little movie called Training Day. But here's the great thing about our guest today. She's committed to using her platform as an artist for those who are unheard and has taken a stand for mental health through founding a nonprofit organization called My God. She's a busy woman this week. She's got something coming up on Friday and then something coming up on Saturday. And it's all for good. Do you know what I've got coming up on Friday and Saturday this week? I think I'm just getting drunk. I, I think that's as far as I've thought it through. So she's much better than me. So coming up on the Wells cast, we have the one, the only, Macy Gray. That's right. If you guys don't listen to this podcast, it's fine. But my walls will crumble that you're not here. Okay? Yeah. I went there. I liked it, actually. Mother's Day is coming, and Mom doesn't want flowers. She wants a cocktail. Here's a hint. 
Get Mom Bartesian. It's the countertop cocktail maker that creates your choice of over 60 premium cocktails in less than 30 seconds, each at the touch of a button. Flowers die. Happy hour comes back every day. So get Mom the machine that makes amazing cocktails with real fruit juices and craft bitters. Best of all, get $50 off a Bartesian premium cocktail maker with the purchase of one pack of cocktail capsules. So, instead of getting mom a reason to fill a flower vase with water, get mom the easiest, fastest way to fill her glass with the floral notes of gin. The best cocktails are premium cocktails, and the best day to get it for mom is Mother's Day, because you can get $50 off now for a limited time. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash mother to get the best premium cocktail maker for mom at the best price for you. Artesian, premium cocktails on demand. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. <sighs> Celebrate the end of your workday with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as another busy Wednesday flies by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Macy Gray, welcome to the Wells Cast. Big fan of yours. It's so cool to actually like Zoom with you in person. This is super crazy. How are you? I'm all right. How are you? I'm doing good. Yeah. So I was looking at your week and I was comparing it with mine. And like, so like, for, like Friday and Saturday, like my big thought was like, I was just going to like Netflix and get wasted for you. You have a lot going on. So tell everyone, first of all, what's going on on Friday. And then let's just, then we'll go 24 hours in advance and what the hell's happening on Saturday. Okay. I have a charity. It's called mygood.org. We support the families who've lost loved ones due to police violence. We're partnered with another foundation called Truth, Hope and Justice. And they do the social justice and they fight for justice, changing laws. We're having this kind of weekend all to ourselves, the Truth, Hope and Justice event is Friday night. And then Saturday night is like the big after party. We're going to play bingo. We're going to drink. There's live performances. We have a really cool comedian coming on. They're all supposed to be surprises. So I can't tell you, but okay. you, you can't miss it. It's going to be so much fun. But so can people go to this or is this like a virtual situation? Yeah, we all meet at the airport and we go. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, it's on, it's on virtual. It's on Zoom, of course. Unfortunately, this will be a really fun party in person, but it's going to be super cool on Zoom. It'll be my first Zoom party, but I know we're going to have fun though. It's an amazing idea, and it's a really, really important thing to be raising money for, especially right now, or at any time for that matter. So more information over at mygood.org. Uh, the event's simulcast on Facebook and on Instagram starting at 7 on Friday, and then on Saturday, you're doing the after party, which is it's Halloween bingo bash. So are you calling bingo on Saturday? Yeah. <laughs> 
yeah, we're doing bingo. And the prizes are the coolest thing in the world. We got like the best pizza shop in Chicago is going to ship you a pizza. I mean, you can't beat that, right? <laughs> are you performing at these? I am. I'm going to do a performance and we have um, we have another performance that I'm not supposed to talk about, okay. which is really a drag because I'm really excited about everybody that's showing up. Okay, so a lot of famous, amazing people are going to be at this thing, which means everyone out there needs to be at this thing. And, of course, it's for uh, an amazing cause. Again, more information at mygood.org to RSVP for the Macy Gray's Halloween Bingo Bash, October 24th. And then on the 23rd, of course, is the Truth, Hope, and Justice Initiative, hashtag Rise Up and Stand. When did you start My Good? July 2020, just a few months ago. Is this the first fundraiser that you've done for the since the launch of the charity? Yeah, this is our first uh, fundraiser, so I'm kind of nervous, but it's going well. People are bonding and they, they understand the need for it. I wanted to make it fun because I've been to tons of fundraisers. As much as you want to help and do good, you know, a lot of them are, you know, tasking on your attention span. Listen to long speeches and, and it's important, but this is all just, we're just going to drink and play bingo and have some fun. You know what I mean? And raise money and help. It sounds awesome. I mean, so I don't know, you wouldn't know this, but I used to have to host a bingo night uh, <laughs> back in like my early radio days. And oh, I didn't know that. We could have called you. I know. I, 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 I still have all the old jokes. Don't worry. Oh, you got bingo jokes? Oh, yeah. Whenever. Okay, so I'll give you a couple. Whenever B8 comes up, mm-hmm. you know, you can definitely throw in a masturbate joke. That's, oh, an, that's wow. an easy one. Whenever you get B9, you can say, hey, listen, guys, I had a mole on my neck. I was really scared. Went to the doctor, but don't worry. It came back B9, and that one, that one kills. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I got I got a million of them. Don't worry. But I will tell you this, though. We used to have to do this a lot, and it's a really smart thing because bingo, one, it's fun because you think you're winning stuff. Like, apparently, like, yeah. like pizza's flown in from Chicago. But you get drunk, and then what happens when you get drunk, people's <laughs> wallets open up, and then they give money to charity, and that's what's important. Hey, that's what we're doing. See, you, you, you found us out. That's the whole point. I wish I knew you did bingo. I would have called you. You would have been perfect. <laughs> Uh, again, next year. Yeah, next year. I'll be there next year for sure. All the information, again, is at mygood.org. And I assume a lot of stuff is, at, is at, on your socials as well, right? Yes, our socials are, um, our Instagram is mygood.org, spelled out. So M-Y-G-O-O-D-D-O-T-O-R-G. Mm-hmm. And then we're on Facebook under mygood.org. Yeah. We're just getting started, though. Anybody who wants to get involved and just wants to help out can also go to the site and leave us your, your email and we'll hit you up. If you can't make it to the party, you can always just donate at mygood.org once again. Yeah. yeah. You don't even have to go and play bingo. You can just give Macy your money and it that works, too. So everyone go do that. Yeah, there's a lot of reform laws on everybody's ballot. There's a lot of states are still going back and forth over the chokehold laws and things like that that matter, you know, and. And the reality is it could happen to you. You know, you could run into the wrong cop on on the wrong day, no matter what you look like. So it's important to participate in, in the decisions that your, your state and your cities make for sure. Yeah. Well, I love this. Again, all the information over at mygood.org. Um, is there anything else that you want to talk about in terms of this before we get into kind of the meat of this show? Just come, just bingo, alcohol free pizza what's better than that yeah (laughs) 
mygood.org again is where you go online. Quick break. We come back. We're going to get into the meat of this show, which is where the hell did Macy Gray come from? Stick around. You're listening to the Wells Cast. Mother's Day is coming, and mom doesn't want flowers. She wants a cocktail. Here's a hint. Get mom Bartesian. It's the countertop cocktail maker that creates your choice of over 60 premium cocktails in less than 30 seconds, each at the touch of a button. Flowers die. Happy hour comes back every day. So get mom the machine that makes amazing cocktails with real fruit juices and craft bitters. Best of all, get $50 off a Bartesian premium cocktail maker with the purchase of one pack of cocktail capsules. So, instead of getting mom a reason to fill a flower vase with water, get mom the easiest, fastest way to fill her glass with the floral notes of gin. The best cocktails are premium cocktails, and the best day to get it for mom is Mother's Day, because you can get $50 off now for a limited time. Visit bartesian.com backslash mother to get the best premium cocktail maker for mom at the best price for you. Artesian, premium cocktails on demand. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. <sighs> Celebrate the end of your workday with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as another busy Wednesday flies by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. All right, back on the Wells cast, I have Macy Gray on the show. Very excited. Coming up on Friday, Macy will participate in the Truth, Hope, and Justice Initiative. Hashtag Rise Up and Stand, a tribute to our mothers. The event will be simulcast on Facebook and on Instagram, 7 p.m. Central. And then, of course, there is going to be a kind of an after party the next day on Saturday, October 24th. The inaugural Halloween Bingo Bash fundraiser. And they'll be raising funds for mygood.org, the nonprofit organization dedicated to support the families of victims of police brutality as they face many unfortunate challenges after the death of a loved one. Again, it's going to be on Friday and Saturday, October 23rd and 24th, mygood.org is where you got to go. Again, I just applaud you for, I don't know, walking the walk, I guess, and talking the talk. A lot of people say they believe in a lot of things and, and want to do good, but they don't ever actually kind of put things in motion. And I applaud you for, for not only like believing in this, but then also getting behind it and doing this. So this is amazing, Macy. Thank you. The idea of this show is origin stories, and it's how the hell people that are extremely successful and talented got to where they are now. How did you get to sell over 24 million albums? How did you get the blue check mark? How did you get to this point where you can throw a 
bingo bash and raise a bunch of money for an amazing charity. It's a cool way for people to see how hard work, dedication, and talent intersect into success. So I wanted to find out how the hell you got here. Where did you come from, Macy? Um, I'm from Canton, Ohio, which is about an hour south of Cleveland. It's a small city, about 100,000 people. My mother was a teacher, and my dad worked at a steel factory and had a barbershop. And then uh, when I was 14, I went to boarding school. When I was 17, I got accepted to USC, and I came out to LA. I went to actually the film school, but I discovered that I wasn't that interested in film. I got in because I'm good with the pen. I could write. I could always put stories together. And I got into their screenwriting program. But while I was there, all I did was uh, hang out with the music majors. And, and I joined a band. We started messing around. You know, I played the, all the, the clubs on the strip, the Whiskey, the Roxy. This is way back in the day. You know, but the, the bad slots, like the 5 o'clock slots, like the parts where no one was there. Not even the people that worked there were there yet. We would be on stage, you know. One day during a very, it was like a six o'clock slot. It was still day out. Nobody was there except for my guitar player's girlfriend and like two other people. And then in walks a guy by the name of Tom Carolan, who was head of A&R at Atlantic Records at the time. And he was actually there. I don't know if he was hanging out or he came to see someone else, but um, he called my show. He pulled me aside after the show and asked me, if I would do a showcase for Atlantic Records, and then I did the showcase, and I got my first record deal, and then I got pregnant, and then they dropped me. I mean, you can't say that's why you're dropping someone, but that's why I got dropped, because my album never came out. And then, like, three years later, I got signed to Epic Records, and, and they put out my first album, which is on How Life Is. That was the beginning of, of my career. So did they effectively shelve your record? We did this record, it was, and I got pregnant. And I was, I was actually, you know, karma is real because I was actually trying to keep it from him. But he showed up at the studio one day and I'm, you know, this big watermelon on my belly. And then, you know, they acted like it was all cool. But then a few months later, they were like, we decided we don't want to put your record out. And so it never, it never came out. But it's a good record. I still have that record. Yeah. Well, yeah so are you able to release it or does Atlantic still own the rights to it? And then you just can't do anything. No, actually... Epic bought it, so when, when I got signed to Epic, they bought it from Atlantic so that Atlantic wouldn't put it out. This is what goes on behind the scenes. Eventually, nobody can put it out. Yeah, because well, I, I lived in Nashville for a long time, and I worked in radio, but a lot of my friends are musicians and songwriters. That story isn't unique. That happens all the time where someone will make this amazing record, and then they just shelve it, and then nothing ever happens. It's a stillborn album, and someone put their heart and soul and their blood and guts into it, and nothing happens. It's the weirdest thing that happens in the music industry. But it happens I, everywhere. It's bonkers that it happens. I read a story that you were doing the music thing, you got signed, then you got pregnant, they effectively dropped you. You were almost, I'm going to go back home. I'm going to stop doing this. Is that true? I did go back home. I was living with my mom when I got signed. Yeah. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> I had to go back to my mom's. So how did you get signed again then? It was the weirdest thing. I was home. I, I had actually, since uh, my first record, I had actually gotten married and had two other kids. I had three kids in four years. Mm -hmm. I had three kids when I got back on Epic. But I was at home at my mom's house. I had just uh, split up with my ex-husband, this A&R guy from a publishing company. They're now Universal Publishing. 
he somehow got my tape. Like he had, I, you know, because they all have these assistants or like interns and all they do is, well, nowadays you go on, on SoundCloud or you go on Spotify, you're just looking for music. But back then, this is how old I am. They were like listening to cassettes, you know. And so they have these big boxes of, of cassettes and they get this poor kid out of college and they don't pay him to like go through all these cassettes and see if you find something. And um, so I guess somebody found my tape from like way back in the day. And he, I don't, to this day, I have no idea how he got my mother's number and he called my house. Yeah. He was very determined. And he called my house and I got signed to the publishing deal. And then, then I got my record deal. It was pretty from God. That's That was proof that there's a God because none of it made sense. I was going to go back to school and be a teacher like my mom. You were in Ohio when you went to live with your mom? Yeah, I was I was in Ohio with my mom. Yeah, My so, mom and my dad. You got three kids. You get this call from this A&R guy. What happens next? You go back to Los Angeles? Yeah, they flew me uh, out to L.A. to uh, meet with. Well, first he flew me to New York to meet with the publishing company. And then they flew me to L.A. to meet with all these labels. Yeah, and I signed the Epic. It was pretty crazy. But I had no idea what was going on because I was so used to failure. <laughs> I was just glad, like, they were like, we're going to give you, you know, I think it was $35,000. And, you know, when, you, when you're living with your mom, you know, 20 years ago, that was a ton of money. So yeah. I was just like, sure, yes, I'll do whatever. And then all of a sudden I had this huge record, but I was really just going along with everything, you know. I wasn't expecting any of what happened. What are your parents thinking at this time? Are they like, uh, I don't know. My parents were, were so over it, too, because, you know, when you have a kid that's chasing some kind of weird dream, you kind of, you go through it with them, you know. And um, it was so funny. I got booked in uh, to do my first big show in the States was in Philly. Mm -hmm. It wasn't a big show by, you know, Beyonce standards. But for me, it was a big show. It was like a thousand people. So my brother drove my mom up to Philly and there's this huge line outside of my venue that I was performing at, but there's a Starbucks next door. Okay. So my mother's going on and on to my brother about how big Starbucks is getting. Cause she thinks the line is for Starbucks. She has no, <laughs> no confidence in me at this point. So she's going on about, Oh my God, look at this line at Starbucks. So she didn't get that. That was a line for me till she got inside. And that was the first time she really understood you know, that things were getting better. <laughs> so that was, that's my little mom story. She still doesn't think I do anything. It hasn't <laughs> changed. She goes, oh, please, you get up and sing for people. Yeah. You know, when I tell them I work hard, she doesn't get it. It's fine. Your mom and my mom need to go hang out and, and <laughs> yeah. try to figure out what the hell it is we do. <laughs> I, know. I feel like the big breakout record was on How Life Is. Is is that right? Or was, was there a bigger one before that? That was my debut album. I think it sold uh, 9 million records worldwide. Well, that was the we first one life. that was allowed to be released by the record label, I suppose. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. For just people who don't understand, they, they have these huge signing budget, budgets and then they go sign all the bands that they can afford. Mm -hmm. And then out of those bands, they maybe pick, they can only afford to promote four or five. Yeah. So you get like... 50 to 100 bands that are just sitting there every year. And then sometimes you just got to wait till your, your turn comes up, you know? 
So I was just starting in radio, I think, when that record came out. And I do remember that, that I Try was the first single coming out, at least for our radio station, which was a little a small little AAA station. Did One, did the record label know that that was going to be the commercial success that it was? And like, was it your first single? The first single was actually Do Something. That did pretty well on R&B radio, which mm -hmm. is why I got established as an R&B artist, because I'm really not. That was the first one. And no, I was totally against I Try. I thought I had a better song on there. I really didn't get why I Try was so big. Really? I fought them actually to put out another song. Yeah, I thought there was too, I thought the hook was too complicated. And I was like, uh, it's slow. You know, I was much younger then. I wanted to put out, you know, my record about sex and, <laughs> you know, so I don't know. But, but like, apparently, you know, sometimes they know what they're doing and it went well. Yeah, like looking back, having matured and going through the, I don't know, the weird world that is the music industry, do you realize why that was such a big hit? Or do you think it was a phenomenon in its own right? Definitely a phenomenon. Because if, if you ask me to like dissect why people attach to that song, I couldn't, I couldn't tell you. I mean, I could make something up, but it wouldn't be. Yeah. I really never understood it. And to this day, I sing it and everybody still knows the words and I still hear it, you know, when I go to Starbucks. <laughs> and, uh, and so it's pretty wild. I have no idea, sweetheart. I, I really, I wish I could explain it because then I could just do it again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you are definitely not a one-trick pony. I mean, you might have gone to school for screenwriting at USC, but you've done a bunch of stuff on screen. You were in Training Day. That movie is so freaking, like, it's almost as iconic as I try, I feel like. Yeah. Did, did you, what was that experience like, jumping over from music to acting? Um, it, it was amazing. It was, that was also an accident. It's the story of my life. So it was uh, the director, Antoine Fuqua. Mm -hmm. He's gone on to be a huge director now. I mean, I guess he was then. He shows up at my studio one day and he said, he has this new movie and he thought I should be in it. I was totally against it because I had no desire to act. And I thought he was an idiot. I was like, this guy's cornball. Like, what am I going to do in the movies? I don't act. He's doing these movies and he's picking people who don't even act. Like, you know, and I'm just going on and on. You know, I'm talking shit. And then he takes me out to dinner to Mr. Chow's. Anybody who knows LA, if somebody takes you to Mr. Chow's, you go because it's like $1,000 a dinner. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway... I went, and at the dinner, he told me that the star of the movie was Denzel Washington. So then I was like, oh, cool, I can do go on the set and I can get a picture from my mom with Denzel Washington. <laughs> I'm still trying to prove my worth to my mother. But that was really my incentive for doing that movie because I had no, no desire. I had never even thought about being in movies. And then uh, I got an acting coach, and, you know, I worked on my part really hard. And, you know, and I went and I gave it a shot, you know. Looking back or watching it back, does it surprise you to see yourself in that film or in the uh, any other films? You were in like a Spider-Man movie, as I recall, and you've done t Tyler yeah. Perry stuff. Like when you watch it back, is your mind blown or are you like, oh, yeah, there I am? <laughs> no, it's cool to, to see your younger self, you know. It, I mean, it was wild, you know, I, but it's, it's such a great movie, you know. I mean, whether I had been in it or not, I would still watch that movie over and over again. It's a, it's a pretty cool movie. Did you get the picture with Denzel to send to your mom? I did. That was the first thing I did <laughs> when I got to the set. I did that before I went to my dressing room. I went to his dressing room. 
Because, you know, I'm still a groupie at that point. This is like, oh, my God, this, you know, I wasn't like, you know, now everybody's all cool because you can reach out to anybody on Instagram. But back then, you know, to be a celebrity was a really big deal. And I and I was new, so I was like, uh, you know, so Denzel Washington, that was, you know, I was such a groupie on the set, I was probably really embarrassing. But I was still, like, really starstruck with everybody. Has there been anyone else that has starstruck you more than Denzel? Yeah, I was I was starstruck for like five years. I'd get invited to these parties and I wouldn't know how to act. I was just a fan still. So it was like, uh, I mean, I've met a lot of, you know, really incredible. I think when I saw Diana Ross, that was pretty amazing because you just don't see Diana Ross anywhere. You know, like if you live in LA, like say you're a kid, right? And you have a, a crush on Justin Bieber, right? Mm-hmm. But if you live in L.A., you might actually run into Justin Bieber. You yeah. might be going down the street and you might be on a skateboard like So that's L.A. I've seen so many people, but I think, you know, as far as like making me nervous, Gary Oldman, his son and my little girl went to the same school mm-hmm. and she had a birthday party. And his little boy came to my birthday party and Gary picked him up and he came to my house. And I was so starstruck I didn't say hi to him. <laughs> No, I literally froze. You don't understand. He's like, like I, I, I think he's the, one of the best actors ever. Yeah. Yeah, and I was so blown away. He was in my house. I couldn't speak. When you look back on your career, for other you know aspiring musicians, what's one piece of advice that you would give them as they're starting out? It's 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 new now, and it's hard to give people advice in entertainment because everybody kind of makes their own path. You know, everybody kind of gets there, however however they figure it out. So, um, but I would say it's very important to get good at what you do. I think a, a lot of people, uh, you have, you know, you have all these machines and there's all these little plugins you can do to make things look and sound better and filters. You really uh, only get to where you really want to go, like to the top of the mountain, if you're really excellent at what you do. You have to be one of the best. I mean, you might get in and get a little, some followers and, but if you want to be, you know, Jay-Z, you got to really master your craft and and uh, and work on yourself and, and be at least one of the best at what you do. Yeah, and that, that takes time and energy. All those Bieber fans, you know, like he works at it. So that's that's the one thing I would say to kids now, because I don't think they get that because it, lo- it, it looks so easy now. You know, there's no shortcuts and overnight successes take years and years and years and years. Exactly. (laughs) Before I let you go, I want to do some rapid fire questions with you. Are you ready for this? Yes. All right. Rapid fire questions with Macy Gray. Here we go. What is your favorite pizza? What's your favorite pizza topping? Um, Pepperoni and and red onions. Do you have a favorite book? Um, Green eggs and ham. (laughs) That's the first time I've heard that, and I like that the most. Who was your first kiss? Um, his name was George Howell. What is that loser up to these days? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I haven't talked to him in ages. He's in he's in Ohio, though. I think. What was the first concert you went to? Um, my mother took me to a Jackson Five concert. I keep revealing my age, but there you have it. What was your first job? My first job was Wendy's. Do you remember what kind of car your first car was? It was a Honda Civic, it was like blue-green Honda Civic. I just aged myself again. They don't make blue-green cars anymore. <laughs> yeah, but they still make Honda Civic, so you're fine. <laughs> Thanks. Who would you call to get you out of jail? Probably my daughter. Wow. Right now, 
my daughter. She she would handle it for me. Or my lawyer, of course. <laughs> yeah, uh, both work. What was the first record, cassette, or CD you purchased? Um, Prince, uh, Purple Rain. Are you superstitious? And if so, what's your weirdest, weirdest superstition that you have? Um, let me see. What's my weirdest superstition is... You know, mine's pretty boring. I still fall for those black cats. When I see a black cat at yeah. night, I do. that's really, really creepy. Because of all the movies, you know. Yeah. Like a black cat comes in and somebody dies. Do you believe in soulmates? Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. Who is the most famous person in your cell phone? Who is the most famous person? My cell phone is probably Michelle Obama. She doesn't know I have her number. Damn, that's a good one. Well, no, it's not like this. Not like I call her up and say, "Hey, what's up?" Like I just got her number, but I, I don't, I don't know her at all. <laughs> <laughs> the, the question wasn't who do you know in your cell phone. It was who's the most famous. <laughs> exactly. Wait, sorry. Uh, Is that Michelle Obama? <laughs> no. And my TV is pop. My TV has a ghost in it. It just turns on and turns off. Oh man, that's terrifying. Who is your celebrity crush? Celebrity crush. Gosh, I've had so many. Gary Oldman? <laughs> okay, no. <laughs> God, who's my celebrity crush now? Probably probably Ryan Gosling. I think he's so fun. Right. He's such a great actor. Yeah. Or, right. or Michael B. Jordan. But Michael B. Jordan, they're both way too young for me. I'd have to put on my, you know. What do you call it? It's not a coyote. What are you when you're an older lady and you date younger guys? Cougar. I'm a cougar. <laughs> I have to wear my cougar hat for those ones. <laughs> but they're really pretty individuals. You're not so bad looking yourself there. Oh, thank you, Macy. That has been Rapid Fire Questions with Macy Gray. <laughs> of course, you are doing so much for an amazing cause Friday and Saturday this week. You need to tune in. You need to donate. All the information for both events are at mygood.org. Macy, thank you so much for being on the show. Is there anything that I didn't ask you or talk to you about that you wanted to talk about or promote? My new record's coming out Valentine's Day. Is it a romantic one for Ryan Gosling? Yes, for Perfect. sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's called This Is For Ryan Gosling. It's a good, it's a good title. <laughs> yeah. Every song was called Ryan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Macy. Hey, thanks so much for taking the time. I really do appreciate it. And good luck with that. All right, uh, sweetheart. Have fun. I'm going to hit you up next year for the bingo game. Oh, I got you. I got you. Okay, right. All, All right. right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh, my God. You guys all heard it, right? Macy Gray hit on me there at the end. You did. Every, everyone heard it. Okay. I mean, she's putting me in, in Ryan Gosling, Michael B. Jordan, Wells Adams. Super cool to get to talk to her. I mean, obviously, uh, everyone's a fan of Macy Gray. She's been around, she's been doing this forever, you know? She's been killing it. And now she's putting her money where her mouth is, and I really do love that. And she's asking you to put your money where your mouth is as well and donate and help. Uh, Again, all the information over at mygood.org. Thank you guys so much for listening to the the Wellscast. I do appreciate it. I'm going to go watch The Bachelor now. And or the Bachelorette and make fun of Claire and all the dudes that she's got sweating in the desert. <laughs> By the way, I went and filmed an episode that hasn't aired yet, and I thought that filming at Playa Escondida in Mexico was bad. It is nothing compared 
Quinta filming in Palm Springs at La Quinta, okay? It's just nothing but, you just have nut sweat all day long. It's just nut sweat central. So I feel for those guys, all right? It's tough. All right, um, I'm going to go. Yeah, okay, later. Subscribe to Wells Cast on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere you get your podcasts. It's the internet. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, back to the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.